What's up, freak bitches? Da da da. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lou from the BX imitating a very popular podcaster, and I'd like to talk to you today about napkins. Napkins are the household item that is used by everyone across America. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, 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 welcome to the Everything Podcast episode. I don't even know what, and I'm not trying to sound pretentious like some people are in this podcast game where they act like they don't even know what episode they're on. I literally forgot, and I'm looking it up right now and just talking into the microphone, stalling until I see how many episodes I've actually done. Welcome to episode 34 of the Everything Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your glorious host, Lou from the BX, a.k.a. Dominican Lou, a.k.a. the favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, the lone wolf of podcasting, and this is, of course, the most non-PC podcast of the PC era, the everything podcast. Hashtag tep, hashtag tepheads, hashtag, hashtag. Welcome. I'm glad you're with me today. I, uh, I am extremely unprepared to record this show today. I literally have nothing written down. I don't have any notes. I have there's a million things to discuss and I have not done the proper research on any of them. So do and take this podcast for what it is. A bunch of caca and ramblings because that's basically what it's going to be. I just know I have not recorded in a couple of weeks and I need to get this thing out there because there's just way too much going on in this world and I've been ignoring it for far too long, so I need to get this thing recorded and out there. So, what can we talk about? There's earthquakes, there are fires, there are hurricanes. Still, the 12th of October, and there's still fucking hurricanes out there. There's one heading towards Spain right now. And, um, there's floodings, there are killings. There's Twitter beef. <laughs> there's there's everything. There's ev- literally everything to talk about. And uh, I've been slacking on the pimping, as the kids say, or as the kids used to say back in the day, which, by the way, was a Wednesday. Whenever anyone talks about back in the day, it's always a Wednesday. And it's just... I've been irate... To a point that I just wanted to quit everything. I wanted to quit Facebook. I wanted to quit Twitter, Instagram. I wanted to not do the show anymore because I'm tired of being get off my lawn guy. And again, I've said this before, but I feel like I am the last sane person left on planet Earth. And, you know, I don't mean to insult anyone. I'm not singling anyone out or trying to give the business to anyone because there's plenty of woke people out there. I have lots of friends, family who are very woke 
And uh, even though now that word is cliched now, you can't even say it without looking like a fucking douchebag. But there's plenty of us out there who are awakened, if that's a term you want to use. Uh, mentally liberated, freed, aware of everything that's going on. And, um, you know, I have a lot of those people on my friends list. And a lot of those people who are just straight fucking ignorant... Some of you are still on my friends list, but you're status blocked, so I can't see the dumb shit you post anymore, but we are still technically quote-unquote friends on Facebook. And I use that term lightly. There's a lot of people out there posting things that just, they're, first of all, not factual. They have literally no way to prove that any of these things are correct. Sometimes they see things and they're like, yeah, this this meme corresponds with the things that I believe in, so I'm going to share it. Is it true or not? Hey, I don't fucking know, but I'm going to press share anyway, and I'm going to write some snarky shit as a caption and just put it out there. And yeah, I'm smarter than you because I read this meme online and it falls in line with everything that I believe and I follow, so it has to be true. Uh, Obama's an alien. Share. <laughs> uh, and I just... I'm just done fighting. Like, And it's a damn shame that, that, that it's come to that. Because, to be honest with you guys, I never cared about politics. I never cared. I just really didn't. I could care less. And this wasn't even that long ago. This was just a short couple of years ago. I just didn't care. Yeah, I went out and I voted. Um, I voted for who I thought was the best person. I've been voting for for a long time. Um, And I just... But I was never like politics guy. I didn't think it mattered. I'm just like, eh, that shit don't affect me. I'm a good person, and I got my family, and I got my friends, and that's all that matters. Well, unfortunately, when you get a little older, you realize that's not the case. And when you're worried about things like where your health care is going to come from, and what you're going to leave to your future children, and when you notice little red flags that all seem to be kind of connected, and you kind of worry about what's going to be left for generations that are coming ahead of you. Sometimes these things kind of stew in your brain and you can't really ignore them anymore. So I kind of had my own awakening a few short years ago, not even anything in particular, just again, so many red little things popped up and you just kind of see all these things happening. All right. I'm going to speak for myself as I'm tired of speaking in the third person. So I see all these things and my brain processes all this information in a certain way where I'm like, I don't claim to know everything, but I know what's in my heart is right. I know that I believe in things that are um, just and true. Um, I want good things to happen to good people and I want, you know, the bad people to be punished for the bad things that they're doing. 
hardworking people who work hard for their things shouldn't have to worry about some dirtbag coming and taking them away just because they feel like they can. No. I believe you should be able to defend yourself and your family. Um, and I just... You know, the things, common sense things. That That's why I say I feel like I'm uh, the last sane man in an insane world. Because, why is my screen black all of a sudden? Is this still recording? What the hell is happening? Okay, my computer looks to be... Holy shit, what just happened? Alright, so it just reset itself. And it's at the password screen. So let's see... If we're still recording. Oh, password incorrect, huh? That's cool. Give me one second, my friends. And let's see if I'm still recording. And I still am. So, if I can regain my train of thought here, because that was fucking unexpected. Again, this is why I say I feel like I'm... a sane person in a crazy world. Because it wasn't that long ago where... you know... And I don't, and believe me, I believe in everyone's right to do whatever it is they want to a certain degree. We've spoken about this on podcasts before. There's a whole issue right now on this world with transgender people and people who feel like they're men, who feel like they're women, women who feel like they're men. You want to do and you want to be whatever you want, that's fine to a certain point. Like that dude in England who's fucking 54 years old and thinks that he's a six-year-old girl, so he left his wife and kids to live his life as a six-year-old girl. That shouldn't fucking happen. That guy's insane. But there are people out there defending this guy. Oh, but he should have the right to... to, to if he wants to be a six-year-old girl, then he should be a six-year-old girl. Now, what if he decides he wants to fuck a six-year-old boy? Then what? Then what? Where are we going? If he decides to kiss a six-year-old boy on the lips, I, I like you. I want you to be my boyfriend and hold hands. Is that okay? Is that part okay? Where do we draw the fucking line? So, things like that. I just feel like I, I think about these things from every angle, and some people just don't. And those are the things that bother me. And those are the things that I like to discuss on this show. So, um... I don't know exactly how I got here, because usually my intro is me saying thank you for downloads and following and clicks and likes and all that good shit. My show has not been downloaded uh, in about a week, and that's my fault. I don't, I'm not saying that to, you know, I'm not complaining. I have not been pushing the content out like I should be, and it's because I'm kind of at a crossroads with this podcast, because I, I, you know... As much as I like to entertain, I also feel like since I have this platform and there are literally thousands of people listening, I feel a responsibility to talk about things that I feel like are important and things that we should be looking out for and things that things that may not be getting, you know, the most recognition. And I haven't been doing a good job of that either because I mostly stick to mainstream stories that everyone can relate to which in in turn helps me to get more listeners and we can discuss these things these horrible things that are happening like the shootouts in nevada and you know i I was gonna start the show with my general thoughts and prayers which literally means fucking nothing to anyone literally means fucking less than nothing um 
thoughts and prayers doesn't mean shit to anybody who's dead. You're going to tell someone, hey, you got my thoughts and prayers for your dead husband. Well, what does that do for you? What's that going to do for you? Go, thanks, man. I appreciate that shit. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, so, I wasn't going to do that for my show, but I feel like I've been doing that every episode because horrible shit keeps happening. And I used to think that horrible shit always happened, which horrible shit always has happened. But I've used to say that since, you know, the advent of, you know, technology, there's so much more news now. Before you used to watch the news, the news was like six o'clock. Maybe if you stayed home sick one day from school and your mom's was working or she was out doing stuff that she needed to do and you were home, you'd be like, oh, my God, the news is on at noon. What's going on? And you, and you watch the news at noon. The news is on now 24 fucking hours a day. So these people have to report any and every fucking thing that they see and hear. And they've got feelers out there and they've got people with cell phones out there who are sending them shit and they verify it and then put it on the news. So every horrible fucking thing that you hear about, you don't just hear about it one time. You hear about you hear about it 30 fucking times every minute for three days. And it's enough to make anyone nuts. So I used to think, ah, things are just, you know, happen. You think things, these, things, these things have always happened and, you know... We're just getting so much information now that you kind of keep hearing it. So it's it's exaggerated. But I really don't think that's the case, man. We've had... This is the... This hurricane, because it's a hurricane now, that's out there and going... Why is this computer doing this again? What is happening? Guys, I think I have... Oh, I know what it is. My screensaver's on. So this thing is going to just keep turning my screensaver on. If I don't press the fucking button... That is going to get really annoying really fast. And I'm in the middle of a thought, and I don't want to pause the podcast to take care of this situation. So give me one second, guys, while I take care of this minor issue that I'm having (laughs) with my motherfucking laptop. So, as I was saying... There have been, like, I don't know, I'm just going to say, like, seven hurricanes that have formed so far, because this new one was a tropical storm last night, and now it's a hurricane, heading towards Spain or whatever the fuck, and that's not normal. That hasn't always happened. That is definitely not normal. Um, We've had all these earthquakes. We had them in Mexico. We had... uh. We had a few earthquakes. Had, I think there was one in Venezuela. There was one in, uh, if I remember correctly, Libya, I think it was. I talked about it on an earlier podcast. We've got fires in California that are fucking, right now, I read an hour ago, it was like 23 people were dead. They're finding, there's like 100 people missing. They're finding people in their houses fucking burnt to a fuck, burnt alive and shit because they were sleeping and this fire just, I mean, I don't know how you don't, how fast these things spread because thank god we don't suffer from those here we used to get wildfires out here because uh in the summer it would get extremely fucking dry and the grass on the highways would be like yellow because they're so they're basically no water 
Um, it wouldn't rain for fucking weeks at a time here, so the grass would get super dried up, and assholes are flicking their fucking cigarettes out the window while they're driving on the highway, and their fucking shit would light up. So that hasn't actually happened in, it's been a few years, it's been like three or four years since I've seen the last one that we used to, we used to get them really bad, but I guess, you know, it hasn't happened in a while, so thank God for that. So I don't, I know that they travel fast, but I, I don't know how you're living in that area and you should, I mean, I'm not, and again, I'm not an expert, I don't know these things, but I don't know how you don't know that shit's coming for you, so you need to get the fuck out, um, but there, there, people are dying over there because of these fires. Um, Puerto Rico is still fucking heavily fucked up. Houston is still fucked up. We just have a lot of horrible things happening. We had the Las Vegas shooter who fucking killed fifty plus people, injured hundreds, when he just started unloading a fucking AK forty seven out of a window into a concert, and. You know, it, it, it's 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 easy to fall into despair. But all this rambling that I'm doing right now is uh, I'm basically I want to kind of I don't want to ignore these things because I can't. I physically cannot. And um, if that turns you off of this podcast, then I. I sincerely apologize, and, I, and I'm not even going to try to preach to anyone. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you need to be paying attention to that. But listen, <laughs> everyone's going to do what they want to do with their life. And to be honest with you, if I could ignore these things, I would probably be a lot happier, and I'd probably get a lot more sleep. But I cannot ignore these things. So what I want to do is... I will still do podcasts the way they have been. It's going to, this is the everything podcast. So know what you're walking into when you hear the everything podcast. At first, I talked a lot about sports. I did talk a lot about wrestling. I was into a lot of geek shit. And then the show kind of morphed according to what's going on. So it's constantly evolving and constantly changing. So the main point of me rambling here for the last 20 minutes is that uh, I just wanted to get all of this crap out of my system that I've had. Not talk about anything in particular, but to just get all this bile out of the pit of my stomach. Get it out here, record it, and I'm going to upload it. Raw. Because that's what I do here. I don't... I've yet to record out of all these 34 episodes that I've done. And it's a little more than 34 because I... There are other like bumpers and things like that. So we're kind of closer to 50 to be honest with you. But official episodes of the Everything Podcast, this is number 34. And I, in those 34 episodes, have yet to record a block of something significant. Even if it's controversial or not that good, I've yet to delete it and redo it. I think I did that, okay, maybe one time. And it was because it was really, really bad. Like, nonsensical to the point where I would look like a fucking lunatic if I uploaded this. It was so bad. I I was, like, not... I was so disinterested. This was before I took my big break of, like... I took, like, a four-month break from podcasting. I This was, like, before that. 
Uh, the show audio wasn't even all that tightened up yet. I still didn't know what I was doing. And one day I was like, God, oh, let me record this fucking thing. And I was just like vomiting words out of my mouth. And I stopped at like 20 minutes and I was like, bro, you know what? I can't. I can't fucking. I can't. And I just deleted it and I redid it. And uh, it was all for the better. So what I'm trying to get across here. <laughs> Is that I love you all. The podcast is here. It is the Everything in Podcast. But I'm going to attempt to get back into the lighter side of things. A little more fun on this show. And not be so preachy. And not yell at you. Because no one wants to be yelled at. This is a pastime. I I do not have a politically charged show. Although you could consider it to be. Some people consider it to be. But I just want to put information out there, talk about things, react to things, and have fun, which I've always had, but I just, um, there's so much, I, sometimes I come up with an idea for a show, and it's happened recently, a few times, where I'm like, alright, I'm going to talk about this, 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 and this, and then I write that out like two days before, and then some fucked up thing happens, or Trump does some dumb shit. And then I, you know, or I read some story about something that's happening that's just really screwed up. And then I go into that. And then the show becomes a whole other different thing than I intended it to be. Or the episode, not the entire show. But here we are, episode 34. And uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't recorded an episode in a few weeks. I have not been on Stick to Sports in about a month and a half. Um... I was actually off last night, but, and I was home, and I was awake during the time Stick to Sports was on, but I hadn't seen my, oh, I've seen my wife every day, but we haven't, like, spent any time together, like, just chilling, just regular time, like, I'm either, she gets home, and, you know, we'll cook something, and then I gotta sleep to go to fucking work, or she gets home so late that she's just completely obliterated from work. He's driving all over Palm Beach trying to help people, which God bless her for that. And we just haven't had any time for ourselves. So last night was like one of those. We popped a movie in. We just spent time together. So I didn't do a show. And then she was exhausted. So by the time she went to bed, I could have maybe recorded or popped in on the Starting Five podcast, which I swear to God, Mayor, Mayor. I want to be on your show again, and I know I told you like two weeks ago I was going to be on, and I couldn't because fucking my job changed my schedule, and I'm usually off Wednesdays, but they screwed me over, so I couldn't, and I was going to call in from the road, but I didn't want to do that either, so I wanted to be on last night, but in between spending quality time and being exhausted, I didn't want to, I just couldn't. I just couldn't, but, and I know that last night was a smacker too, so I really, I can't actually, looking forward to listening to that, Uh, guys, if you, I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent talking to one particular person, Uh, guys, the Starting Five podcast is a great, great, great podcast that you guys should be checking out if you're not already, they talk about everything, they talk about sports, they talk about politics, they talk about street level shit, Uh, they do it all, it's a great show, and it's live every Wednesday at 9.30 on uh, Blog Talk Radio. 
definitely follow them on Twitter so you can get the direct link and check their show out live if you're able to do so at 9.30 at night. You can even call in and interact with them. They're very sociable. Um, So definitely check them out. And I will be on that show. I was on that show once. It was fucking fantastic. And I really look forward to getting back on there and cutting it up with them. So starting five podcasts, check them out. Um, and apologies, Mayor, I couldn't, I haven't been on, I haven't called, I haven't supported, but I'm always listening, so there's that. And anyway, everybody, there are podcasts out there I am super behind on, and I just want to acknowledge them real quick. Um, Geek Life Crisis, Glenn and Her, uh, Chauvinist Pig Podcast, The Starting Five, which I just spoke about. Um, I got another one out there. The Secret Transmission Podcast is a fucking really cool podcast that is like an X-Files podcast. It's not a, it's not a podcast about the X-Files, but it's like a fucking, it's like an episode. Every, every episode of that podcast is like an episode of the X-Files. They talk about some weird shit, Slendermans and fucking aliens and alternate realities it's a really fucking cool podcast that if you're into that kind of shit, you should check out. Um, get it off your chest podcast, always. Shout out to all of you guys. I am super behind on podcasts, and I'm going to catch up. And all you guys are great. And I think everyone who's hearing this who has not checked them out should definitely go check them out. So go do that. I'm going to stop this fucking rambling because this is crazy. I feel like I've gotten everything that I needed to get out of the cackles of the bottom of my colon so now I'm going to start this show properly so thank you, I love you let's get this show started Truth, Justice and the New York Way this is the Everything Podcast hosted by my favorite podcaster Lou from the Bronx Catch the show every Wednesday on Podbean and Thursday on all other streaming services, including iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. This is the Everything Podcast, the most non-PC podcast of the PC era. Hey, Lou, would you kindly drop a bomb on him? Yeah, fam. No shame, fam. Uh, okay, that was a little loud. Anyway, everything podcast. So, I, uh, I would like to discuss the state of New York sports, if I could, with all of you. So, right off the bat, I'd like to send congratulations to the New York Yankees, who have advanced in doing what I definitely didn't think they were going to be able to do. And that's beat the Cleveland Indians. Now, obviously, I'm not a baseball guy. I used to be. Um, 1996, when I was uh, still a New York boy, I went to go to the Yankees parade when they won the World Series. And that was about the end of my baseball love affair. I had baseball cards. I wouldn't say I was madly in love with baseball, but I definitely paid more attention to baseball than I do 
any sort of way now. Um, me being from the Bronx and being about 23 minutes from Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium. Uh, obviously, you represent your hometown and you love your New York Yankees. But I just don't. I don't know what happened. Where I just, I guess, I as I got older, I was more. I became more of an NBA fan. I found it more exciting, listening to it on the radio, watching it on TV. That's what my friends were talking about at school, and that's what I got into more. So, baseball kind of fell by the wayside, and then once I moved to Florida, I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any friends here. I was trying to acclimate to Florida life, so. Not being able to talk to anyone. This is pre, you know, social media and apps that you can just reach out to people. Now, you actually had to (gasps) call people on the phone and talk to them. Uh, And I didn't do that because I'm very terrible at doing that. So, I just kind of fell out of the loop on baseball. I really did. And then the Marlins won the World Series here the next year when I came over. So... The baseball hype here was at a frenzy, and I just, I didn't really care. I was, uh, I was going through a lot of shit at that time when I moved here anyway, so sports in general kind of fell by the wayside, but I could still follow the Knicks, and I was a Jets fan also at that time, and I I could see the Jets twice a year, because they come down here and play the Dolphins twice a year, so. The Jets, Giants play maybe once every four or five years, but the NFL seems to want to send them to England when that happens, so... I haven't seen the Giants in 15 years, maybe. I haven't seen the Giants live, which, speaking of the Giants. So, anyway, before I do that, shout out to the New York Yankees. Congratulations to you guys. I hope you guys win the World Series. That'll be great for New York, great for baseball fans, great for baseball, blah, 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 blah. And it will be great for all the people who hate the Yankees also, because I love to see people in misery. <laughs> Sports misery, let's be clear. Um, Now, can I talk to you guys about the Giants? The New York Giants... Now, again, I've said this on earlier shows. I usually, when football comes around, am a fucking madman. I run a Giants page on Facebook. Thousands of followers on there. Um... I usually am Mr. Jersey, hat, Sunday, I need to watch this game, get away from me. Um, And I haven't felt like that this year at all. Um, I knew it was coming. I was trying to, eh, I guess I'm just not into preseason this year. Eh, I guess I'm not into training camp this year. And all that stuff came, and I was just like, eh keeping tabs on it here and there, but not exactly on top of it like I usually am. Don't really know who these new guys are. Paid attention to the off-season trades and all that, mostly because I listen to sports radio, so New York sports radio better said, so whenever anything like that happens, it's immediately in the zeitgeist. And um, I just, for some reason, have had zero desire to pay attention to anything Giants. I, and again, I'm not just saying that because of where we are right now, but I I don't know if it's, you know, just Odell Beckham Jr.'s antics. I don't know if it's 
this whole Colin Kaepernick thing. I don't know if it's just I'm older and I look at things like how much money these people make versus how much money a school teacher makes or a policeman or a fireman makes. And it's just kind of troubling when you start to get into those specifics. I don't know if it's all of those things combined that just made me not really care. Um, still a Giants fan, obviously. Still would like to see them win a game because, by the way, if you don't know, the Giants are 0-5. And um, all these pundits out there who predict all these things before the season starts had the Giants at the top of the NFC, which is their conference, and they had them in the playoffs, and they had them possibly winning the Super Bowl. We got a decent running back, and now this is obviously before the season started. We beefed up the wide receiver corps. The previous year, we had a very, uh, I don't want to say prolific offense, but we had a very productive offense that scored. So you figure if we added a Brandon Marshall and we added an Ingram, we have Odell, we, you know, they added some firepower. So you would think it's, you're adding, it's going to be better. But it's almost like subtraction by addition. Because the offensive line was not addressed. So if Eli does not have time to make these decisions, to throw the ball to certain people, they're not going to catch it. So if the O-line is not addressed because the O-line is terrible then it doesn't matter if we've got fucking Jerry Rice out there in his prime. If the quarterback can't get him the ball, he ain't fucking catching it. He can't throw himself the ball. He's not Mr. Perfect. So, you know, I was looking at things like that, taking it all into account. But, you know, ideally I was hoping for the best. But at the same time, I, I didn't really have that fire... Of like football season's coming, yes, let's get ready. You know, changing my default picture and putting countdown. Like I'm looking back on my, you know, Facebook does this thing where it shows you your memories, and I'm I'm looking back at my old memories, and it's like all giants, like all these tweets and all these posts that I put during the game, and me going nuts and writing all the shit and and posting the. Giants win and Giants lose, whatever. And I've done none of that this year. Nothing. I haven't done it at all. So, for the Giants to be 0-5 right now, like, I'm upset. But at the same time, like, I don't care. You feel me? Like, I don't know if it's everything else that's going on or or whatever and it's funny because i i I, when i first started this show like it was very football heavy because i started it i basically started this show super bowl week uh and it was like a week or two before the super bowl started and i was doing a lot of football related shit and um yeah i don't know it's it's like i want to go in on them but i don't care (laughs) Like, I want to go in on them, but I, but I, and I don't give a shit. I really don't care. Like, okay, 
guess what? We need changes. They need to make the changes. And then I'm hoping that I get it back, but I don't know if I will. Will I? Won't I? I have no idea. But um, I wonder what it would be like if they were 5-0 and instead of 0-5. But to be quite honest with you guys, I, I really don't think I would care. I really don't. Um, and then you got the Knicks, who traded Carmelo Anthony finally. He agreed to be traded. Carmelo Anthony is now in OKC. Oklahoma City Thunder. He's playing with Westbrook. They also have... Uh, What's his name from Indiana? Paul George. Um, they got themselves a decent little squad over there. And uh, they sent us two bags of chips, a pack of cherry now laters, and a diet Sprite. That's what we got in exchange for Melo. So then they decided to pick up Michael Beasley. And. I just, I'm actually a little excited. Although they are, the last time I checked in the preseason, preseason already started, by the way. The season's right around the fucking corner, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing what these new younger Knicks play like. We got Natilakina, we still got Porzingis, we got Michael Beasley, we got back Tim Hardaway Jr., we got Enos Cantor, we got some other people on our team who I don't know. And it's it's good to see... No Phil Jackson pulling the strings anymore, trying to play the fucking triangle on the court. Uh, Hornacek can basically coach the way he wants to coach, because he's still there. And uh, why is this dude walking so close to my window? Get the fuck out of here, weirdo. Spraying that pesticide shit over here. Um, So I look forward to the season starting. Let's see how everything goes. But again, I don't have a overly... I don't have like an overall excitement uh, in my belly about the sports season. I don't know if I've just been beat up throughout the summer with all the news of all the other shit that's been happening that I've been paying attention to and it just kind of jaded me on sports. Whether my work schedules kind of sucked the fun out of my life, it, it possibly could have. But I I'm supposed to be the one here putting the uh, the blue flame on the ass of these teams. And I don't even have the energy to do so. <laughs> it's like I don't even give a shit anymore. So I still wear my Knicks hat every day to work. Or my Giants hat or my Yankees hat or whatever. Still wear my hats. You know, can't go out without a hat on. Um, and it's actually beneficial for me to do that. In Florida, you don't want to have too much sun on top of your head. Especially because I'm bald. So... You know, I still rep my city. I still love my teams. Anybody tries to attack my teams, I get in that ass. But I just don't have the fire right now to sit here and crucify the Giants or the Knicks. Especially the Knicks because it's preseason. Like, who gives a shit if they go 0-4 in the preseason or 0-6 in the preseason? It's fucking preseason. It doesn't count. So what am I going to get all bent out of shape about that for? But, uh... The Giants being 0-5, I would be... Oof, if this was a couple of years ago. I would be fucking miserable. Um, But it doesn't matter. 
in the grand scheme of things, what does it fucking matter anyway? They ain't paying my bills. And I was never that guy. I was always annoyed by that person who said that shit. Oh, they don't pay my bills, so why do I care? I used to be like, you're not a true fan. But <laughs> uh, I, that's how I feel now. I'm like, oh, you know what? The motherfuckers don't pay my bills. They barely pay their own bills. So why am I so, like, obsessed with these teams? It's just, it's stupid. So that is my take on New York sports. That's really all I have to say about that. Um, I, this this podcast is just going to be me updating you about how I am. How about that? That's what this show is going to be about. So I bought Star Wars tickets yesterday. Motherfucking Star Wars tickets. I bought my tickets. They're purchased. I got, uh, I didn't even tell my wife that yesterday. I bought them shits while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> in secret. My secret shame. Um, I watched the trailer like 16,000 times. I'm very excited for that movie. It looks awesome. Now they don't have to introduce anybody. Everybody's introduced. Episode 7 gave us the beginning. We know who everybody is now. Now they can just give us a kick-ass story. So, I'm very excited about it. Uh, Trader looks phenomenal. I don't need to see any more. I am good to go. Uh, it was nice to hear Mark Hamill actually speak. And, it's very exciting. I bought tickets for the show. I didn't go. It's actually, um, I pay, what I bought was like there the theater it's called uh it's like a uh um one of those like IMAX theaters and they have a section where you can sit in like these barca loungers I think where you can actually like pull the lever and put your feet up and uh they bring you food and shit so uh I bought those because they were basically the same price as buying 3D IMAX tickets. And it says in the description that they're it's 3D and IMAX. Plus um, those chairs and that service. So I was like, fuck it. Let's, I'm going to buy that. And uh, so I will check that out. And Because uh, I've never done that before. I've heard people do it before. But I'm like, yo, how can you get like a steak and potatoes and a beer and in a chair and eat that and, and watch a movie at the same time. But that's what you do at your house. So what's the fucking difference? Uh, except someone's serving you. You don't have to get up. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the fact to get to watch that movie. And uh, I already bought my tickets in advance, so I don't have to worry about buying them. And I'm usually off. And if I'm not off that night, I'm, I'm going to be calling out that night. So um, that's usually my night off, which is very cool. So Thursday, 7, if anybody's in Delray and they want to meet me at the the Frank's IMAX Theater so we can hang out, autograph signing, selfies, <laughs> uh, me and the wife will be there. So um, what else is going on? Still don't have an Infinity War trailer. I don't know why the fuck we don't have that yet. Why don't we have an Infinity War trailer? I have no idea. But that shit drops, it better blow my fucking mind, which I know it will. I mean, duh, of course it is, um, Justice League trailer came out, uh, not too long ago, and, it was a couple days ago, actually, and, uh, they did a really, I will say one thing about this trailer, is that they did a really good job of not spoiling anything, because those Batman vs. Superman trailers were fucking horrific, 
And uh, and again, I'm not going to get into this movie because everybody, this is a very polarizing movie and some people love it, some people hate it. I happen to love this movie. I watched it again the other day, to be honest with you. Um, and the just specifically speaking about the trailers, the trailers were horrific. They gave away the entire movie. Literally from beginning to end, it was like, you don't even need to see the movie. You just need to watch that trailer. And it basically gives you every beat of that movie except for the very, 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 very end of it. Um, they show you Doomsday. That, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. But this trailer that they showed for Justice League is pretty dope. They're doing a good job of not showing you too much Steppenwolf. Um, and uh, the action looks cool. The action looks dope. Uh, they're kind of making Aquaman up to be some kind of ultimate badass, uh, which is cool. Um, cause that, that character needs a, a, a redo. Um, the flash is his witty self. Batman is Batman. Cyborg looks pretty cool. Although he's a little kind of like a black iron man, but you know, whatever. Um, the wonder woman looks badass. So the trailer did a really good job of showing all their personalities. And I, and I wonder how these edits are going to turn out. Cause if you don't know, uh, Zack Snyder had to bow out from because he finished the movie, but he had a major tragedy in his life when his daughter took her own life, which is a terrible, terrible tragedy. And I don't want to gloss over that fact. So, um, you know, I wish him and his family the best, but he had to basically bow out at the end of production when they finished the film because of what happened with his family. Obviously, there's obviously he had to bow out there's no you know there's no avoiding that so he bowed out and then the company decided to go and get josh whedon who they had recently attached to do a batgirl movie which is going to be fucking badass by the way josh whedon doing a batgirl movie that couldn't be more perfect um so he's taken over doing final production on justice league and from what i understand he was doing major cuts, major reshoots, major editing to like music and adding scenes, adding humor to this movie. So I'm curious to see how um, this thing is going to turn out because from what I understand, uh, they're just going to give Joss Whedon a minor associate producer credit for the movie. It's not going to say like directed by Josh Whedon slash... Zack Snyder or Zack Snyder smash Josh Whedon. They're, they're not going to do that. It's still directed by Zack Snyder. And then um, at the end, I guess they'll have a, you know, executive producer, Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon or, or whatever. But he's doing a lot. Like he's doing the most right now to try to get that movie um, up to par. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that turns out. And uh, I'm excited, man. I really am. I, uh, again... I'm a fan of the... I'm, I'm a big DC fanboy. I just... I love DC. I love Batman. I love that whole universe. I, I And, you know, Marvel's killing it. Marvel can do no wrong. Everything that they do is like gold. If you're into that kind of shit. Because I've, I've bumped into a lot of people who are kind of sick of comic book movies. Um, and they're just kind of jaded on the whole thing. About, oh, everything's a fucking comic movie and everything's a fucking redo of whatever i'm like oh yeah but this is awesome like how could you not like this but then you you start to think about it and it's like not everyone grew up 
collecting comics, you fucking nerd. That's why you are what you are. So, I'm in heaven, but a lot of people are not really quite as happy with it. So, it is what it is. Deal with it. Uh, We're going to be having comic book movies for the next 20 years. So, you deal or you die. Uh, And, uh, to be honest with you, I've been waiting for these movies since I was like since I could read a comic and understand what a comic was, I was doing fantasy movie casting in my head. Wizard Magazine, which is a publication that uh, I believe is still out, is still being made today, but Wizard Magazine was a magazine that would uh, go over comics. They had a price guide in there that would give you updated prices on comics and stuff like that. Uh, They had interviews with artists. They had uh, fantasy movie casting for comic book movies um they had uh how to draw they had posters in there they had articles about comic books it was a really cool magazine for a kid uh my age and uh who grew up in that and they again they used to have the the fantasy casting i still have quite a few issues of wizard magazine and then there was another one called hero illustrated that basically ripped off all the ideas of Wizard Magazine and they kind of competed with each other for a while. I have quite a few copies of both of those magazines in my storage unit with my thousands of comic books that I have in there. Um, and uh, they used to do fantasy casting and that was like my favorite part of the magazine. I would just flip through the magazine real quick to see if they had one this week or this month because it was a monthly ish, um, magazine. And I'd see if they had it, and then I would read that like 18 times and be like, no, I don't like that guy. What about this guy? Oh, my God, I just yawned into my fucking microphone. I can't believe I just did that. I am so sorry. Um, and I remember one in, 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 uh, I remember one specifically that was for X-Men. And they, had, uh, they actually had Patrick Stewart as Professor X, which came true. Uh, they had Rutger Hauer... <laughs> Playing the role of Magneto. Um, oh man, I can't really remember who else. Those are the ones that I really remember that they they had. I can't really remember. I think they had Dolph Lundgren as Colossus. Um, they had... I forgot who they put as Wolverine. I'm trying to remember, but I can't. I would look it up, but the thing is in fucking storage. Um, but it was just a cool like thing for, for, for kids to read and speculate on. And I remember talking with my friends like... Who do you think should be Wolverine? Who do you think should be Cyclops? Um, And so, going back to that, you know, all we had as far as comic book movies was like the Roger Corman fucking Fantastic Four and the Punisher movie that came out, that horrible Captain America movie that came out in 1992. That's all we had. So for me to be getting like Captain America, the Winter Soldier... And Spider-Man Homecoming, and fucking Age of Ultron, and to be able to watch these things, and for the effects to be on par with what they are now, what they can do now with with effects, is in-fucking-credible for me, for the inner child in me. So, if you don't like those movies, too bad, because I'm going to continue to go to these things. That's the only reason I go to the theaters now. The only reason. Unless something comes out that I really, really feel like I need to see in theaters, which I cannot remember once the last time. Well, I, I can remember, but I... Okay. I went to see Live by Night 
the fucking Ben Affleck gangster movie. That movie was fucking horrible. And I only went to the, to see that movie so that I can give my wife some uh, some time. Because I took her dad to go see it. And they were kind of like in disagreement about some things. And I was just like, you know what, I'll take him to the movie so you can have some time to yourself in the house. And we took off. Because um, he was bored and he, he didn't really want to be a bother. And it, was, it was a whole thing. So I was like, yo, let's go to the movies. Because she did not want to see that movie. As soon as I saw that first trailer, I was like fucking coming all over myself. Like, I need to see this movie. If you know me, you know that I love gangster movies. And I'm a madman when it comes to the 20s and 30s. Like, Boardwalk Empire is my favorite show ever. The Untouchables, that whole that whole era, the Great Depression, the, the, the rise of, like, the mob in Chicago. I fucking love that time period. Mind you, if I was in that time period, I probably wouldn't be having the best time. But I can definitely look back at it and appreciate the shit out of it. For some reason... I just am drawn to that time period. Um, I'm fascinated by that time. And any movie that has anything to do with that, I'm all over it. So when I saw that fucking trailer, I, it wasn't really set in that time, but it was. It kind of felt like it. And I was like, holy shit, I got to go see this. Man, was that movie a piece of shit. But that's one of the few non-comic book movies that I actually went to the theater to see. And that wasn't even like the premiere. I saw it like a couple weeks after it was out. But um the last time we went to the theaters was for uh what the hell did we just see? She just saw I believe it without me. And I still haven't seen that shit yet, so I'm gonna have to wait for that to come out on digital. Um kinda wanna go see Blade Runner. I might actually go see that tomorrow morning if I can sneak that in there. Um I'm trying to think of the last thing that we went to go see that was... Oh, we went to see Spider-Man. I think that's the last time we went to the theaters to see Spider-Man, if I'm not mistaken. So, then before that was... uh, Before Spider-Man was another comic movie. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time trying to think back, but... That's literally the only reason now I go to the movies. I go Thursdays for the premiere at 7 on the dot... And it's either for a comic book movie or it's for Star Wars. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. I just realized that I have the Fandango app and I can look at what I just purchased. And I'm pretty sure it's Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, Star Wars Rogue One, which I just realized that's probably the other movie that I saw. So you go to account and then you go to purchases. Uh, Oh, Wonder Woman, duh, and Guardians of the Galaxy. How did I forget that? So, uh, I last saw Spider-Man, before that was Wonder Woman, and then before that was Guardians, and then Live by Night, and then Rogue One and Doctor Strange. So, those are the last couple times I went to the to the IMAX, and, uh, and it kind of sucks because at the same time, you want to support, like, Hollywood when they make, like, cool movies like Baby Driver, or, um, you know, like, uh, movies like Rough Night. Which, or is it called Girls Night or Rough Night? I think it's called Rough Night, where the where Scarlett Johansson and these girls go. It's kind of like um, Very Bad Things, the updated version of Very Bad Things, um, which I hated that fucking movie. Um, that movie actually really messed up my brain. But 
when Hollywood does actually cool movies like that, like independent things, like uh, Quentin Tarantino puts a movie out, or um, you know, you want to go support those things because those are not rehashes of something; they're actually like an original idea, and it's a good movie, and it, it you know, somebody took the time to put that out, and it's in theaters, and you should support it so that you can maybe see something similar, or that that director can maybe make something else cool. Um, but goddamn it. There's neither the time nor the money to be spending to going to go to these theaters when they're charging what they charge. So uh, I don't mind paying for Marvel movies. I'll go and throw down the 13, 14, 15 bucks for the 3D IMAX to go see Spider-Man all day. You're goddamn right I'm going to do that. And I'm going to get a big-ass tub of popcorn and I'm going to get a big-ass sugary drink. And I'm going to sit there and watch that shit and enjoy it because I'm an American and I need to enjoy that kind of shit. USA. So, <laughs> um, aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm basically done. This is the weirdest episode of the Everything Podcast that I think that I have ever done because it's just me rambling. Again, I stated at the beginning of this thing I had no notes. I didn't really have any kind of idea of what I wanted to do, but I did have words inside of me that needed to come out, so... Um, after this, I am going to finish up a project that I'm doing, which I don't really mind announcing here. It's just something you guys might want to keep out for. And I'm going to make this announcement right now. Prepare, ladies and gentlemen, for the coming of the everythingpodcast.com. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Undertaker. I don't know why I just had to do Paul Bearer there for a second. The EverythingPodcast.com, motherfucker. It's coming. That shit is in the formulative stages. And it's coming. Now, my issue, and it's not really an issue, but the reason it's taking so long is because I'm really um, dreading the transition of my podcast from Podbean to my own server. Um, it's a good thing. It's going to be fucking awesome that you're going to be able to download my podcast. You're still going to be able to get the Everything Podcast the way you get it. There's not going to be any change. Well, it, there might be a little transition period of a couple days when everything resets, but you'll still be able to get it on Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play or whatever the fuck you're listening to. Um, but the difference is that you'll be getting it directly from my website, theeverythingpodcast.com. <laughs> so it's going to be fucking cool, man. I'm going to have pictures on there. Uh, I'm going to have fan artwork. I'm going to have a online store, which I don't really expect anyone to buy anything I put on there. But I'm still going to fucking have it, bitch. I'm going to have shirts. I'm going to have stickers. Uh, I'm going to write blogs. Uh, I'm going to actually do like a nice wiki-inspired uh, long-ass origin story <laughs> for you to read on my stupid webpage. Uh, I'm going to have little th- upcoming things on there. It's going to be cool. Uh, and then you'll be able to access the podcast directly from the website. So I'm going to work on that a little more today. I might actually be done with it next week. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, baby. Uh, so that's coming. The whole radio station idea and um 
that's right now on hold because I decided to focus my I my uh I decided to focus on the website right now because if I get the website going up and running and I I, I see what it's gonna cost me every month, um and I can upload the podcast directly there. I won't have to worry about paying Podbean to do the same thing. So I'll basically be eliminating that, transferring everything over to my own site, and then having it the RSS feed implant everywhere else so you can get it. So from there, once I get that page running, I'm going to see if I can then start to work on the radio idea, whether that needs to be a separate page or whether that can stream from that website. I will find out. So, yeah. And the shirts are still coming. I'm still fucking working with my shirt, guys. So, all in due time. I have no doubt that everything is going to fall into place the way it's supposed to fall into place. Because that's just how life is. You think it's not going to happen. And then all of a sudden, that little thing you were waiting for over there drops. And that little thing over there you were waiting for drops. And then that little thing drops. And it all fucking works out. So, mijo. Todo en su tiempo. Uh, shout out to my sister Miriam and her husband Gabriel. They welcomed into this world little Aurora, my little niece. I am an uncle again, and she is the most precious thing I've ever seen. I held that little thing in my arms yesterday in the hospital, and it was like holding on a piece of. I, I mean, obviously, if you're you're a parent, you understand. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Life is beautiful, and we should not take it for granted. So, that's basically what I wanted to get across there. So, shout out to my sister and my brother. That sounds weird, right? Brother-in-law. <laughs> this is speed. Come on. Uh, shout out to them. I love you guys very much. Speedy recovery to my sister who had to get a c-section but she's a trooper and they produced a little miracle bundle she's perfect in every way (laughs) i'm looking at a picture of her right now she's so freaking beautiful um so happy birthday aurora and uh that is the perfect way to end this everything podcast so ladies and gentlemen be well be great just be great at everything you do and everything that you attempt And I will catch you guys on the next episode of TEP. Peace and love, bitches. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't leave yet. No, 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 no. The Rock says this. The Rock says, why don't you take the ending of this episode of the Everything Podcast? Turn the some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Because I'm not done. I completely forgot that I really wanted to talk about this Eminem freestyle. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna get too specific. All right. What I would like to do, what I would like to do, is play this thing for you, in case you haven't heard it. And I wanted to make sure, I just forgot, but I did want to close the show with this. I wanted to save it to the end of the show, because I know Eminem's a polarizing figure. I know a lot of people support Donald Trump, and all the wacky 
stupid shit that he says and thinks and is doing. And that's fine. But I think this is very important that everyone at least hears this thing. And I want to go over it after it's done. Because there's some things out there that um, people have said that just kind of irritate me a little bit. Because I think they missed the point. So, without further ado, I am going to play this thing here. Right on this show. YouTube be damned. Matter of fact, fuck YouTube. I'm sick of fucking YouTube. I'm not even uploading my show to that piece of shit fucking channel anymore. Um, I'm going to play this thing. And then I am going to come back. And I'm going to give you my thoughts. So, without further ado. 2017. BET cipher. Can we stop saying cipher, please? It's not a cipher if it's one person. It's a fucking freestyle. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Eminem. It's the calm before the storm right here. Wait, how was I gonna start this off? I forgot. Oh yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid... Got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks... She gets a ma... Ah... I'ma stop. But we better give Obama props, cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around till the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened, tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, you're stingy as I am. Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Because you don't got the nuts like an empty asylum. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. Because that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. Yeah, sick tan. That's why he wants us to disband, because he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump. Walking on eggshells, I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, because he's in quicksand. It's like we take a step forwards, then backwards. But this is his form of distraction. Plus, he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that and... Instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies and these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers than says he wants to lower our taxes. Then who's gonna pay for his extravagant trips back and forth with his fam to his golf resorts and his mansions? Same shit that he tormented Hillary for and he slandered, then does it more from his endorsement of Bannon, support for the Klansmen. Tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's blackened Comes home from Iraq and is still told to go back to Africa Forking a dagger in this racist 94 year old grandpa Who keeps ignoring our past historical deplorable factors 
Now if you're a black athlete, you're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of vets who fought for us, you bastards. Unless you're a POW who's tortured and battered because to him you're zeros because he don't like his war heroes captured. That's not disrespecting the military. That. This is for Colin. Ball up a fist. And keep that shit bald like Donald the bitch. He's gonna get rid of all immigrants. He's gonna build that thing up taller than this. Well, if he does build it, I hope it's rock solid with bricks. Cause like him in politics, I'm using all of his tricks. Cause I'm throwing that piece of shit against the wall till it sticks. And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line. You're either for or against. And if you can't decide who you like more in your split on who you should stand beside, I'll do it for you with this. You. The rest of America, stand up. We love our military and we love our country. But we hate Trump! Ladies and motherfucking gentlemen, so that was Eminem on the BET Awards with that. We had, uh, he was in a empty parking lot. Well, he was in a parking garage. A uh, bunch of dudes behind him. Only one person that I really recognized out of there was Royce the Five Nine. Uh, so, there's that. Okay? Now, I think that that is very important that he did that. Number one, for hip-hop, for this youth, for a culture, for race relations, for people who are on the line of trying to figure out what it is they want to do, what they stand for. I think this is all very important. And I, I you know, I did an episode of my podcast called I Hate the Internet. And uh, I stand by that statement because I first saw that video on ambrosia for heads and on facebook their page and i went into the comment section to see what people were saying and that was a mistake if there's one rule i can give someone about the internet if someone was in a coma for the past 20 something years and they were like hey so what's what what should i be checking out but like, well you definitely want to get on the internet but i have to warn you you get on the internet search for things that you want to see but that little section that says comments that shows you what people are saying, never, ever click on those because it's never good. So I went into the comment section and people were like, oh, fucking here we go with the fucking Eminem stands who are going to say that this mumbling bullshit that he's doing and is the greatest shit they've ever heard. People saying that he sucks, that this is not fucking lyrical that uh, these bars are trash bars. Um, he's reaching to uh, get uh, to to rhyme words. My thing is that those people saying that 
completely missed the fucking point of what this is. In my opinion, okay, and take my opinion for whatever it may be worth, this freestyle was Eminem saying, I gotta do something, I wanna make a statement, I wanna throw my glove down on a side and this is how I'm going to do it because I know it's going to reach a lot of people and I don't want it to be misconstrued so here it is so he put out that freestyle and it's very simple the bars are very easy to understand you don't miss anything the only thing you can miss and and I apologize that I had to play the edited version because that's the only version that's online um, I didn't see it live, so I don't know if it was if they had cuss words in it. There's like three or four cuss words in it that are like blanked out, and it kind of kills the vibe of the whole thing. Um, so he did this thing so that everyone can easily understand what he's saying. If everyone to get it, it's direct, it's right in your face, and it cannot be misconstrued. It is what it is. It's not rap god where you have to have a fucking PhD in hip hop to sit there and be able to take in those bars and listen to them and be like, damn, because he's fucking, on that song, he loses his mind. And he's slow and he's fast and he's he's tricky and non-tricky. This is not any of that. This is flat out sentences broken down into bars that are very easy to understand and direct because I believe that's what he wanted to put out. So why people are sitting here trying to trash him, that he sucks, that these bars are garbage. He wasn't trying to make a lyrical fucking... uh, He was making a political statement, and I don't understand why this has gone over the head of people. And that, to be quite honest with you, is the only thing I want to say about this thing. I, Besides the fact that I love this thing... um, I wish he would do more of this, and I'm going to listen to this again now as soon as I'm done, but I think it's very important that he did this. I applaud him for standing up and putting this shit out. I try to share it every single place that I could possibly share it. Every time I see this, I'm going to retweet it, and I'm going to reshare it, because I fucking love him for doing this shit. Eminem has always represented... He's always fucking had the balls to do these kind of things and the balls to do what he wants to do. And that is the essence of what America should be. You do and say the things you want to say and you deal with the repercussions as they come. And he's never been afraid to do that. And I applaud him again for putting this out. And with that being said, this is the true ending of the Everything Podcast, episode 34. This is basically like uh, the Lord, the third Lord of the Rings, where it has like three or four different fucking endings. Uh, so this is the true ending. Ladies and gentlemen, follow me on everywhere you need to follow me if you're not already. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Keep up with all the latest news. The EverythingPodcast.com is coming. Please give me some time. Be patient. It will be here before you know it. Everything will fall in line and be here before you know it. And uh, be safe. Be good. Treat each other with love and respect. And until next time, 
I am out. Peace and love.